the noble scholar and the reviver of the sciences of hadith in the modern era, Sheikh Muhammad Nasiruddin al-Albani, may Allah have mercy upon him, was presented with a question by an Algerian brother. The brother explained in his lengthy question that the women outnumber the men in Algeria by a great proportion, and yet the people there have an aversion to the matter of polygyny such that many of the sisters would state that they would rather remain single than to enter into a polygynous marriage or if she's already married that she would rather be divorced than become a co-wife and the brother explained to the sheikh that there is no way for all the members of that society to become all of them married and become family members with spouses unless and until polygyny becomes practiced. And then the sheikh was requested to give his comments and his advice pertaining to that situation. <laughs> The Shaykh began his answer by saying, This is found in all the Muslim countries, not just in your country. And the brother asked the Shaykh for his advice. The Shaykh said, This is a general calamity, a common problem, even here and likewise in Syria. Sheikh said this is a result of the cultural and ideological invasion of the Western countries to the Muslim countries. And this is because the disbelievers hold many things against the Muslims and hate them. And from amongst these matters is the matter of polygyny. And perhaps you are aware that many of the Muslim authors have become fooled and blinded by the propaganda of the Westerners. And this propaganda and this campaign, media campaign, has found strong proponents amidst and among some of the Egyptians, the Egyptian authors. Those who lived in France and came back and returned to Egypt thereafter. And whilst there, meaning in Egypt, they began spreading those ideas or ideologies pertaining to the liberation of women. And so they took the position that the matter of polygyny is to be placed within the guidelines 
of a necessity, meaning that they viewed that this was only allowed in Islam as a last resort and only when there is a necessity. ولذلك فقد سمعنا في الاذاعه المصريه مرارا وتكرارا ان الاسلام لا يحض على تعداد الزوجات and it is for this reason that we have heard in the egyptian radio time and time again the opinion that islam does not encourage polygynous marriages وانما ذلك للضروره and rather that this is a matter that was only allowed when there is a necessity, a dire need. And they misinterpret the verse that states, and you will not be able to be fair, meaning amongst your wives. And the verse, and should you not be able to be fair, then marry only one. أنه يجمعون بين الآيتين ويدعون أن الآية التي تنص على أنه غير مستطاع نعدل بينهن تنفي جواز التعدد إلا للضرورة. And so they attempt to combine between the two verses and state that the verse that clarifies that being fair is impossible shows that polygyny is impermissible unless and until there is a dire necessity. And surely this is from the misinterpretation of the divine speech and placing it in other than that which it was intended for. And the reality is that Allah, mighty and majestic is He, has made polygyny allowed, rather, Allah encouraged it. This is because his statement, blessed and lofty is he, in the well-known verse, marry that which pleases your women, two, three, or four. هذه الآية أوضحها النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أنها ليست فقط لإباحة. This verse, the messenger of Allah. May the exaltations of Allah and His greetings be upon Him. He clarified regarding it that this is not just an indication of something being allowed and something being permissible. Rather, that this verse clarifies that which is preferred, that which is loftier. They clarified this in his statement, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, where he said, Marry the loving, the birth-giving, for indeed I will be showing you off to the other nations on the Day of Judgment, meaning I will be showing off your numbers. 
فتكفير سواد أمة الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم ليس له إلا سبب واحد So the matter of increasing the numbers of the nation of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam cannot be accomplished except by this one path. And that being, namely, that a man increase the number of women, wives, that he marries as allowed for him in the Noble Qur'an. And that number is four wives. And it is upon this that the society of the pious predecessors were going. This is what they applied and so many of the companions of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, had more than a single wife. كأبي بكر مثلا وكعلي وغيرهما. Such as the likes of Abu Bakr al-Siddiq رضي الله عنه and Ali ibn Abi Talib رضي الله عنه and other than them. تكفير السواد يحصل بهذه الوسيلة. And so increasing the numbers of the Ummah of Muhammad وسلم meaning can be accomplished, can be obtained by this particular method. وتقليل السواد يحصل بتهجير على المسلمين أن يتزوجوا بأكثر من واحدة. And as for decreasing the numbers of the nation of the Messenger of Allah meaning this can be accomplished by limiting and barring the Muslims from being able to marry more than one wife. وعلى ذلك فالفتيات المسلمات التي يتخذن ذلك الموقف وهو عدم القبول بأن تكون زوجة لزوج متزوج أو تبقى كما قلت عانسا So based upon this the Muslim young women that take this position and hold this stance that they refuse to become co-wives, they refuse to get married to a man who already is married, or as the questioner said, prefer to remain single. Or if she's already married and her husband wishes to take on a second wife, then she chooses to get divorced this is something that is without a doubt from the inspiration of being raised upon the western ideologies أو أقل أو أكثر على حسب اختلاف البلاد التي استعمرت. There is no doubt that the Muslim countries have been invaded since about a century or more or less, depending on which country 
we are discussing that has been invaded invaded by some of the disbelievers these countries have been invaded culturally and ideologically in the midst of their lands and it is for this reason when the French departed and left your countries, Algeria, and likewise from our country, Syria, or other than them, they in reality departed and left with their physical armies. However, they left behind their ideas, their beliefs, and their culture. And from the habits and culture of the French and other than them is to walk around in the streets with their heads exposed, uncovered. And to shave their beards. And these are now habits and cultures that have become widespread in the lands of the Muslims even until the time that we are in today. The French, it is their habit to shave their moustaches along with their beards. And the British, they shave their beards, however they grow their moustaches, and so on. And so this particular phenomenon, this particular practice, we have seen it embraced amongst the members of the Syrian people. And this is because they were invaded and occupied by the French for many, many years. And then near the end of the French period, along with the pulling out of the French army, the fascist army came in along with the British army. And so the habit and the culture changed. It was the habit of the youth, the young men, to shave their beards along with their mustaches. And then when the French pulled out, and then the British came in, it was not except for a year or more or less, I cannot remember exactly. And we saw that the youth continued shaving their beards, however now they were growing their mustaches. It was the habit of the French to shave their heads up to this point, and it appears the Sheikh is pointing. And then all around that is shaved to the skin. 
ثم لما جاء المريض غيروا الصوره وهكذا and then when the british came the people changed the style that they wore and so on الشاهد ان فكره امتناع الفتيات المسلمات من التعدد هذه فكره خطيره جدا the point being that the matter of the Muslim young women refusing and rejecting the matter of polygyny, this is a very dangerous matter. And it is a contradiction to the legislation of Islam. And it is upon them to reject and cast away their personal preferences, their desires. وأن يخضعوا أنفسهم للأحكام الشرعية. and to rather submit themselves to the legislated rulings. وإلا ما يكونون مسلمات حقا. otherwise how is it that they are truly Muslims? صالحات. truly pious. كما قد يدعي منهن أنها ملتزمة. such as those among them who are claiming to be practicing women. ولكنها إذا وجهت بمثل هذا الحكم الشرعي استنكفت والله عز وجل يقول في صريح القرآن الكريم فلا وربك لا يؤمنون حتى يحكموك فيما شجر بينهم. However, when she is faced with this Islamic ruling, you will find her rejecting it, despite the fact that Allah said in His noble book. فلا وربك لا يؤمنون حتى يحكموك فيما شجر بينهم. And now I swear by your Lord that they will never become believers until they take you as a judge in affairs that transpire between them. ثم لا يجدوا في أنفسهم حرج مما خضيت ويسلموا تسليما. And then find no dislike for it in themselves, meaning that ruling that you have issued, O Messenger of Allah, and they submit. In totality. So we advise the young women, rather, likewise the young men, that they reject and cast away the idea that polygyny is not allowed until there's a dire necessity. Rather, the reality is it is permissible without there being a necessity. And that indeed is better, higher, loftier for the Muslim youths. Even if simply for the matter of fulfilling one's desires and lusts. بالزوجة الثانية خير له من أن يقضي وصاره بالحرام بأن يتخذ خليلات وصاحبات بالحرام. If a man was to fulfill his desires and address his needs and lust in a fashion that is permissible, that is halal, with a second wife, is better for him than to fulfill those desires and address those needs in an impermissible manner, in a fashion that is forbidden by taking on girlfriends and the like, 
of that which is forbidden. Allah And it is Allah's aid that we seek.